Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about a question that's on everyone's mind. Construction prices are rising. Interest rates are rising. Not only are rates rising, but it looks like lender liquidity is shrinking. Rents are rising, but who knows for how long. Salaries are rising for now, but they could flatten or even decline if we experience an economic downturn. Will that apartment project be affordable when it's completed in two years from now? An economic recession seems all but certain. The question is, how do you underwrite a project in these market conditions when so many of the critical variables seem so uncertain? Well, I just came back from the 20th Annual Investor Summit, and these questions and more were the topic of seemingly every conversation, whether it was over breakfast or dinner or late into the evening. Almost all of the 282 attendees were trying to make sense out of our current economy. We had Danielle DiMartino Booth, who worked at the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas for nine years, provide us with an insider perspective on the most recent announcement last week from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell has the difficult job of reducing inflation after spending so much money that went directly into the hands of consumers. Even knowing that reducing the Federal Reserve's balance sheet's imperative, the Fed added another $9 billion in mortgage-backed securities to its balance sheet in the past week. The biggest concern is what will happen to bank liquidity when the Fed stops its mortgage buying program. We could experience a credit crunch on par with what we witnessed in the wake of 2008. If that were to happen, it would result in a precipitous drop in purchase prices as the number of buyers qualifying for financing dries up. Any environment with mostly cash buyers and desperate sellers would look an awful lot like the post-2008 environment. As investors, we know that in an inflationary environment, rents go up, prices go up, savings are eroded, and the value of loans also get eroded. The asset price increase goes to the benefit of the equity holder, and over the long term, the equity holder is the big winner in this story. But the equity holder also needs to keep their head above water the entire time in order for that story to have a happy ending. All investors are looking first for safety, then looking for yield. And there's no safety to be found in the stock market at the moment. The traditional hedge is found in the bond market. That's no safer. Bond prices are falling too. And there's no safe haven to be found there. There's no safety to be found in crypto. The claims earlier this year that cryptocurrency could provide a hedge against inflation proved to be incorrect. Keeping too much cash is also a losing game when that cash is devaluing at 8.6% per year, perhaps even higher. But you'll also want to be liquid in cash to take advantage of opportunities that will undoubtedly present themselves in the coming weeks and months. My advice in this environment is to have significant cash reserves. The purpose of those reserves are several. Number one, you got to make sure you've got enough cash if construction prices go up further and result in a surprise for your project. Number two, you've got to have enough cash to buy a real bargain if such an opportunity presents itself. Number three, you want to make sure you have enough cash if a lender asks you to bring additional reserves to the table when you switch out of a bridge loan into permanent financing. And number four, construction loans, even non-recourse loans, come with a completion guarantee. You might need additional working capital reserves, for example, if a contractor skips out on you for another more lucrative job. I can only describe today's environment as unpredictable. Higher oil prices mean that items made of plastic are going to be more expensive. I'm currently paying $53 for a 16-foot length of ABS drain pipe. ABS is supposed to be the cheap stuff, less expensive than PVC, and I'm suffering sticker shock. Sheetrock jumped in price earlier in the year and is now again on allocation. 
vendors are selling it to the highest bidder. We're seeing high volatility in lead times as well. Some quoted lead times are measured in months, but once the order is placed, somehow magically, the lead time seems to shrink to mere days. These are the unpredictable market conditions that we find ourselves in June 2022. And for real estate investors, we need to pay attention to a lot more metrics than ever before. For example, we heard during the pandemic how personal savings rate had increased to over 20% during the pandemic and hit a peak of 35%. We heard how personal debt had fallen. Well, today, those gains have disappeared. Personal savings have dropped to 4.4%, the lowest level since 2008. Revolving credit is up 14% on a year-over-year basis, the highest on record. In absolute dollars, consumer revolving credit is also at record levels. Consumer discretionary spending is down and large segments of the population are using their credit cards to pay for essentials, including food and fuel. That should be concerning to landlords who will discover that eventually, tenants' ability to pay higher rent will run out of steam. This is a time when we as investors have to pay particularly close attention to underlying fundamentals in each of the local markets in which we invest and we need larger than expected cash reserves. What do you think about that? Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.